0: Opinions of Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman don't reflect the views of GAU Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a GAU Media station.
1: Sports, 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 sports. So they just
2: sit there and talk about sports? Red. Yeah, and there's a lot of sports to talk about. I'm batting a thousand on baseball bets. I can retire a happy man now. All right, let's do this. It's a Thursday on the Blitz
0: diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN
2: 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rambold, the Bull- Voldemort, if you want to get in today, 713 713- 780 ESPN is the number, 713 780 3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. Twitter at Fred Power, F A O U R, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates 975. You can text the show, you know the number for that. You can uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 975. And it's a Thursday, last day in studio because we'll be in Beaumont tomorrow. So let's have some fun today. Let's
3: people. do it. Yeah,
2: let's let's feel like Deshaun Watson
3: after a good massage. All right, how's it going, man?
2: Sportsy. Yeah, it is sportsy.
3: Yeah, how are you? Uh, I'm fantastic, man. I brought you guys uh, ghost energy today. Okay, and and Fred's already got he's already down in a, a bang. So you know what I may Fred's going to so double Fred's up have a heart and attack get drunk. I may double up. Yeah, you might as well, man. I brought you the red berry. I brought Aaron sour watermelon.
1: I've had the two. I've had the two Sour Patch ones. I haven't, you haven't had, had the, water, that one, the right? Warhead one. Okay. So I thought you said call. you hadn't had any of the Ghost. No, yet. I bought those uh, last week after we talked about it, and I okay. started. I worked those and Bang into my like daily energy drink. How do you feel
3: like it holds up compared to Bang?
1: Uh I didn't feel like it was that much more caffeine than or that much more energy because it's different. Ca- different than yeah. just caffeine. Um, uh, I didn't feel like I had like a the way you described it a supercharge. <laughs> But I felt like I had more energy. Like, what
3: would you think of the flavor? Oh, I loved it. They're they're tasty.
1: It's unbelievable compared to. I mean, because I started. My energy drinks are the you Monster like Ultra, yeah, yeah, the yeah. white one.
3: It tastes horrible, but yeah. it gets you there.
1: It's not bad, but no, it, it compared tastes, to Bang, like compared in. to Purple Kittles and now the the Sour Patch of the the Ghost, yeah. it can't hold a candle to them.
2: Yeah, I uh, I'm already probably like at thirty eight thousand feet. And I haven't even finished this one yet. Oh, you might as well just go for it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going outer space well, today, man.
3: It gives you epic focus and legendary energy. Legendary? Legendary. Okay, not
2: Deshaun Watson
3: legendary, right? Could be.
2: I don't know. Okay.
3: Explosive.
2: Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll give it a try. I, you know, I, I, I almost felt guilty about this. But there's also a reason I don't bet baseball. Because if Kyle Tucker could actually get a hit... Oh, poor Kyle Tucker. <laughs> Oof. Then that bet wouldn't have been very good. When it was 6-0, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got this. Oof. We got this. This is easy money. And then it wasn't easy money. So, uh, yeah, I I've, I've don't remember the last time I bet baseball. I think it was an over on the Blue Jays like five years ago.
3: I told you I bet two baseball games in the last several years, and they were both in the Astros Nationals World Series uh and i bet on the nationals twice because twice steven strasberg was an underdog yeah well, and i was like well it seems smart. like value whose glasses are these I, I i think they're joel's i texted him to see if he forgot them okay
2: but i could be wrong
3: nerd um well, no, no I, i'm sure they're reading it's rona time they're,
2: they're reading glasses and, and you don't want no rona on you
3: no uh you've
1: got clorox wipes in here you can have
3: no, no no i'm not gonna put it on i'm not gonna clorox wipe my face yeah, and I've already
2: touched those things, so now well, I I sorry, right, I'm you know, road on me.
3: And uh Uberito is here today. They've brought us some grub, grub a dub dub. Uh and if you go into Uberito, they've got a register to win box and you can register to win two tickets to the occasional invitational golf tournament. Nice. So all you got to do is stop in, drop your name in there, business card or whatever. And you've got a shot at two uh, entries into that golf tournament. You get yourself a fine burrito while you're at it. How about that? That's that's what we call a win-win. And Uberito apparently has donuts now. They're like, hey. You,
1: you, yeah, new menu item. We got Mexican you a burrito. Donuts.
3: And then some donuts. And I was like, donuts? And I wasn't going to drink donuts. I wasn't going to eat donuts. But then they talked me into it. So I'm going to eat one. Mm, yeah, I I love Uberito. I can I can have it as long as I'm not
2: eating the uh, tortilla. Sure. So that's just go kind, for it. That, but that's been my my go to here over the last couple of weeks doing this this and it's working, man. I'm down almost 20 pounds now, and uh, another 18, and I'll be a sexy beast again. Well, I won't be a sexy beast, but I'll I'll be not fat.
3: I didn't last long doing keto this time. Uh, something happened, and I had to drink a bunch of beer, and it just <laughs> it threw me off. Well. Uh,
2: but yeah, they they do a great job at Uberito, so go and check those those guys out.
3: And, uh, and get yourself
2: in that golf tournament. Yeah, yeah. I'm still debating whether or not I'm going to actually just take the day off and play or just go out there with Aaron and those guys and get people shots.
3: Yeah. I'd I like mean, to play a too, to but do I've, it. Gotta, I've also I've got to do the show. Like,
2: yeah, I, I mean, there's not a lot going on then. No, there's it, not. It might be fun to just get drunk and, and play golf and then be drunk guests on our show. <laughs> I, th- I suppose that's true. <laughs> yeah. So just, just a thought. Cause I, I, the, I really do at some point want to actually play in one of these things, but I don't want to play five holes and then have to leave and not be able to drink. So it, it may not be this one. It may have to be the next one. Plus I, there's still a chance I'm out of town that week, but it's a small chance looking at like mid May. Now 713780 ESPN. I also, uh, If I could, I'd like to get a shout-out to our friends at Big City Wings today. I uh, had lunch over at the Marquee, thanks to Sam and Cynthia and all the staff over there. Uh, Pete Creighton and I had a little business meeting and did it there. And it was good to see everybody again. So, yeah, been a been a good day, man. Yeah. just been a really good day. Uh, Someone asked how long you've been doing keto. I heard you say 18 pounds. Good job. I think it's been three weeks. I think it's been three. It happens fast. It three or four. Fast, it man. might be four, but I know it's at least three. And uh, somebody else said, uh, "I need some hockey picks for tonight." The Calgary-Toronto over didn't do me very well. Well, if you're going to bring up the one I missed, I'm not giving you any. I I know it didn't do anybody very well because I missed it too. So there. Uh, I might have one later in the show, but. You don't need to bring up the losses every every time, because I know. My, my account knows. My account also knows that I bet baseball last night. I'm, I'm ashamed. I really am ashamed. I just felt like... Don't be
3: ashamed. Money's money.
2: Why? It's eh. finding
1: value.
3: Yeah, I know, but...
1: You don't bet the NBA, but if you heard that Steph Curry had his leg chopped off and the Warriors were going to start two guys that were part of their G League roster versus... The Nets, who are fully healthy, would you drop the money on the Nets real quick? I mean, probably. If there was value?
3: I don't know, man. What's concern level with the Astros now? I mean, that, that's a pretty embarrassing series, but it's, I mean, we we say this all the time. There's going to be stretches where a team goes 5-5 five and five over 10 games. In this case, it's a 6-6 six and six stretch. Even good teams are going to do that. I think it would be less alarming if it was in the middle of the season and the Astros had already built up, like they were already, you know, ten, twelve games over five hundred. But because it's happening now, I think it's it's being highlighted a little bit. You have any real concerns about how they look right now? Zero. Um,
2: it, th- listen, this is why, and I know that an Ast- Astros Twitter is the worst about this because they're analyzing every pitch of every game like it's a World Series. And the reality is, it's you don't even really look at what a team is until June. And now last year was a complete aberration short season, and I actually liked it better because it did mean a lot if you had a five-game losing streak. It doesn't mean bleep right now. And you know what? They're not hitting, but guess what? Three of their best hitters were out of the lineup last night. Yeah. And and that game, there's a reason that I bet on it. It's, it's, you take those guys off, and then, I didn't even know that Lance McCullers was not feeling well either. That was a nice bonus yeah. for people who bet it, but uh, and, and him saying they shouldn't have even played, that's pretty clear what the mindset was. So I'm not worried about last night. I, I'm not worried about this series. They'll get it together, or they won't. And if if we get to June and they're still sitting around 500, then I, I might start getting concerned. But no, I'm not. I'm not even the least bit worried. Uh, I, I they they weren't the World Series contender they looked like the first six games. They're not the total garbage they've looked like the last five.
3: Yeah. I'll be honest. One thing I didn't like was McCullers excuse making. Yeah, I agree 100%. I wanted to get to that. Um, You know, if he's sick, skip his spot in the rotation. I mean, yeah, sit if you, out. You, oh, you got the vaccination. You, you don't feel good. Sit this one out. We'll throw you tomorrow. Well, I also don't like, I don't even think we should have played tonight with we were without five players. It's not like, I mean, you you, you've got to feel you got to put nine guys on the field, I, eight I, position players got to be on the field. I, I, and and listen, you were trying to make me
2: feel bad about this play yesterday by saying they still have Yuli, they still have Brandon. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad well, about it. Certainly, of, you can. Kind of, that's okay. I, I was doing it anyway. They still have Correa. The only guy in the lineup that doesn't get a lot of time for them was the uh, the new guy, the new guy who was batting eighth, and he got a hit. Yeah, I mean Diaz plays a lot. Straw's been playing a lot. So, in your lineup, it really was one guy that doesn't get a lot of... And Castro's your backup catcher. Backup catcher has to play sometime. So, yeah, I I thought that was a bit whiny. And, you know, I mean, they have a protocol, right? There's a certain number of players that if they're available, okay, guess what? They were available. So, it'll be fine, guys. The... uh, It'll be fine. Trust me. They're going to be okay. Don't panic. It, that That's the other thing, too. Just for your own mental health, if you're going to sit here and fret over this, there's a chance you're dead by June. <laughs> I, honestly, you're going to have a heart attack or a stroke or your head's going to explode. If your head's going to explode, though, make sure you get it on video. I want to see that. Uh, I, I want some Kingsman type stuff on yeah. that. That that's worth watching, but you know, that's, that's the thing. The it, it's, you can't look at this as, oh, well, they, they've lost five in a row. Just like you can't look at it as they've won. They went five and one to start. Uh, you look up after, you know, right now, 500 baseball. That's fine. Look up in another 10 games, look up in another 10 games after that. And don't panic until you, you get to June or you get to really July is a better point for me. Because by then, you've sorted out what your streaks are going to be. Your good streaks and bad streaks. Yeah. And you start to see what a team is going to be. Unless you're the Dodgers and you're just better than everybody. Yeah.
3: You're, if, yeah. If your backups are better than most starters. Yeah.
2: I mean, this is this is not your 2019 Astros team. We know that. I still think they're really good. And you know, they need some pitching help, too, at some point. But they'll be all right. So, everybody, just relax. Panic level zero, man. It's all good, man. Uh, Dick Willie said, AJ and Fred, did you hear Joel today? I let him know about your fight scenarios, and he reacted just like you both guessed. I did not hear it. I, I apologize. Shocker. So, all right. Tattletail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be a tattletale. Uh, Joel, Joel wants to be mad at us. He'll, he'll do it to our face. Quick break. It's a Blitz at ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is the
0: Blitz. The Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
2: And we are back on the Blitz, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. All right, kind of a one-star hockey play tonight, but uh, Sabres caps over six. The number is right 6.1, so it's really close. But uh, So I'm not betting a bunch on it, but there, there's something for you guys to play. And it's still six, even though I just punched a ticket on it. How about that?
3: I mean that's nice of you. Yeah, well, I, I gave you it to this. If it's a one-star play, you didn't drop the house on it.
2: No, no, I, I bet about one fifth of what I bet on the Astros last night. <laughs> so, and then I, I did play. I wound up playing one hockey game because there was a. Uh, I played the Knights over last night, but it was it was last minute, so it wasn't something that I would have been able to give to the people. But uh, but yeah, there you go. That's the one. There you have it.
3: Yeah, uh, Kyle Tucker. Could not have had a worse game last night. I don't think. Like he listen, you go up to the plate, and you're zero for four, and like you're you're struggling. The last thing you want to do is strike out looking with men on base. Yeah, and to leave, I think he left nine guys on base. I thought it was like seven in scoring position. Uh, No, I think four in, well, he left four in scoring position with two outs, but I think he left nine on base overall. Just a brutal, brutal night. And to look at strike three in that situation is, uh, it's about as bad as it could have been.
2: Yeah, it's a bad game. You know how many others they have to play this year?
3: Plenty. Yeah,
2: he'll be fine. I mean, uh, it's, he'll have a game where he goes out there and goes five for five and, Drives in four runs, and you're like, "Oh, okay, well, maybe he can play." I mean, I, it, it was a bad game, uh, but you know what? When he went up in in the ninth, and yeah, at that point, I'm sweating my bed a little bit. After that first pitch, it's like, this guy can't see the ball tonight. I mean, he you could give him you could give him a bat the size of one of those wiffle ball bats. He wasn't hitting that ball. No, and what two change ups, and then a fastball that he just stared at.
3: And honestly, the the weird thing is. That was just the third game this season that he failed to register a hit. And the first game this season where he didn't have either a hit or an RBI.
2: Yeah.
3: And I mean it's not like he's he's striking out a whole lot. That was his eighth strikeout of the season, but he's still hitting two oh four. Like so he, he's getting like one hit per night, basically. Uh which, you know, when you get four or five at bats a night, not ideal. Uh,
2: and this is way too early Tuesday texter. If this trend continues, do you look to trade Carlos or Ted Williams? No, it's too early to even consider that. But I've said all along, if, if it doesn't look like you're going to be in contention, you better trade Carlos at the deadline. Yeah. You better trade Grinky at the deadline. Uh, but you know, it's, there's, I mean, that's just, I mean, that is just kind of typical knee jerk overreaction to a long ass baseball season Yep, and, and, and no offense, but It's way too early to even think. They're not. They're not even under five hundred yet.
3: So, like, would it be crazy if they'd start? Like, would we have been this freaked out if they'd started one and five? Oh yeah, you. Oh, I wouldn't be, but you guys would. And but I think when they go five and one, you go okay. Now it's starting to come together. It's just the way it's going right now. The the direction it's going, people are freaking out.
2: Yeah. Well, that's and and that's the problem with baseball. And the the longer in. You know, the older you get, you, the more you realize it's like, okay, this, this is absolutely meaningless right now. It becomes meaningful if they lose 15 in a row or 15 of 16 or something like that. Um, and yeah, if they'd lost these to the Yankees, would you feel better?
3: Probably. But the Tigers are pretty bad.
2: Tigers are bad. And right now, the Astros aren't playing well. And, and, and I, I don't even think you can consider last night's game. I mean, that was, uh, yeah, I mean they should have played it. I have I don't agree with Lance McCullers. And I'm glad they played it. I really am. I think it was nice of the MLB to make them play it. But you take those guys all out of the lineup and it's I mean, you still should be good enough to beat the Tigers, but they're just not they're not playing well, they're not playing consistent. And you know, that that'll turn around, man. It's yeah, remember in sixty games, sixty plus games last year, they were under five hundred. Yeah. What happened in the playoffs? They lit it up. Would you take that again, sneak into the playoffs, and then light it up and get to the ALCS for the fourth year in a row? You'd take that. I would take that. Fifth, wouldn't it be? It'd be fifth or fourth. I think last year was the fourth. I thought that was the third. I thought that was a third, too. Yeah. I could be wrong. It, it might have be been the fourth because, yeah. well, they won in 17. And they yeah, lost. it was four. Yeah, it, was four. It, it would be five in a row. Damn. You'd take that right now. Of course. You would have taken it when they were five and one. So why wouldn't you take it when they're on five? Yeah, I just, it's, I know that it's in everyone's nature. And and frankly, by now, Astros Twitter that all showed up in 2017, you ought to know the sport a little better. Yeah. By now you should realize that, you know, hey, it's fun to, you know, it's fun to watch the games, it's fun to be into them, but, you know, a bad stretch happens, a good stretch happens. You're not the greatest team in the world when you start off five and one. It doesn't help that everybody does. Power rankings every week in baseball. Uh, it, it's just it, it, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Let's uh, let's try Andrew. What's up, Andrew?
4: Hey, sorry, hey, sports guys. Sports. Uh, so, what are the odds? Being a Detroit fan living in Houston, that AJ Hinch just knows how all the Astros hitters want to hit.
3: It's possible. Yeah, yeah but I'm at sure some point, to like, that. At some point, the, the, you can know what's coming. You can. You still got to hit what what you got to hit. And more concerning to me is the fact that the Tigers, who have basically a lineup of hobos, were batting around the Astros pitching. I mean, the Astros bats. It, you're you're going to go through ups and downs. And you know, Tigers got a good a well pitched game last night. Uh, much yeah. better than the Astros did certainly. Um, that's going to happen. But my yeah, my bigger concern is. <laughs> that lineup beating you up because that that shouldn't be happening.
2: No, and and you know especially well, Grinke getting beat up was a surprise. Yeah, uh, I don't. I wasn't. Too, I mean, Oderisi first start. Okay. You can, yeah. Um, McCullers, if you're going to use the excuse that he was sick, okay. Well, he shouldn't have been out there. But you know, I, I think it. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly think. It's just one of those little stretches here. Now, you would like to see better. I mean, the, the hitting, too, hasn't been great. But, again, I, I got to draw a line through last night. So, you know, Wade says that people are freaking out about bad Astros stretch aren't baseball people. It's not like football where you don't play again for a week. And baseball, win or lose, you have to play again tomorrow. I, I've, I've always said. Except they don't have to play today. No, they they don't. <laughs> so, But most days, yeah. Oh, they didn't play Sunday either. What the hell is that about?
3: Well, uh,
2: I, I I never saw an explanation for that.
3: I don't know, but we, we Lance and or Lance, John and I were talking about Christian Javier today and knowing that they had a couple days off in a 10 day span. That's really why they sent Christian Javier down so they could keep working him as a uh, a starter, get him stretched out some so he can have a little more length. I, I think the Astros Sean are looking like that. Look, they're looking at these first few weeks as sort of experimental stuff. They're yeah, trying to, yeah.
2: That's and that's, I mean, the lineup you're experimenting with. That's that's very natural. That's why most of the time guys don't settle in for a couple of months. Now, the one thing is, I don't think we have any studs uh, that are going to jump up from AAA after they're. You know, I don't think you're going to get a lot of that. Which some years you always had. Oh, this guy will be ready after we uh, screw him on his contract. We'll bring him up in June. Now, don't really have anybody like that this year. Uh, And don't say fourth Whitley because he's dead. He doesn't exist. He doesn't have an arm. And, um, so, I mean, to me, you're not going to know what they really are until after the trade deadline. And at that point, at that point, you take a look at where you are and you have to make some hard evaluations on yourself. And if you say, you know what? We're a legitimate contender. If we add this and you go get it, or it's like, you know what? I don't think we're a real contender here. Maybe we need to say goodbye to Carlos. And th- those are decisions that you can't make right now. And it- it's-, it's just everybody relax. Because each each game that you lose in a stretch like this, in, in this case, you can pretty much make excuses. I mean, they- they've gotten off to slow starts. The pitching hasn't been very good. And a lot of arms aren't ready early in the season, let's just, let's just be honest. A lot of these guys, you know, they they'll come out, they'll have a great start to the start of the season, but their arms aren't built up yet either. So give it time. If in a month they're still scraping along, then maybe you worry. I'm not going to worry. And you know why? Because I, uh, I have really great
3: insurance rates. Well, that's important. That, that is important. Uh, on the other side, I want to talk about a uh, a shift in odds for who the 49ers might take in the draft, see if that interests you. Uh, i got to tell you about TGS insurance. If you were looking for a way to save money on your homeowner's insurance, TGS, that's the way to do it. And I saved over $1,000 by switching to TGS. I didn't know what I was paying before. I was just paying. Uh, you pay your homeowner's insurance. It's was probably part of some bundle that I signed up for at some point. When I actually dug into it and saw what I was paying and what TGS was offering for, for A rated insurance, it really kind of blew my mind. Over a thousand, the average customer is saving over nine hundred dollars. So it's it's not like I saved an exceptional amount. Graham down the hall saved twenty six hundred dollars a year by switching. So there, there there's lots of money to be made. And even if you let's say you're going to make save five hundred bucks, isn't it better to save five hundred than to not for basically the same coverage? Why wouldn't you do it? All you gotta do is send a text. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with my good friends at TGS Insurance. That's money to 232323.
0: Put a couple d in a place. Really just lapped every d in a race. I really might tap fill on my face. Love CC. Let it slap with the bass. I used to save put a. ESPN 975 and ESPN 925. Real fun sports. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex
2: Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fower and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. And for those of you who are asking, new burrito. Basically eating the uh, chicken and the cheese and the lettuce off the top. <laughs> hey man, you make your adjustments, right? Got to. And it's, it's, I mean, it's really good. I, I can live like this for a while. I'm not gonna lie. I miss beer. That's the one thing. Uh,
3: I, I miss beer and I miss pizza.
2: Hey, I've been craving pizza now for two weeks. Pizza's
3: hard to duplicate. Although you, I've had some like fathead crust that where the crust is made out of cheese. Yeah, I've, 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 that's pretty decent. Yeah, I've heard that cauliflower and, crust, not so good. Yeah, and I, that's I my I, favorite.
2: And the wife said, like, "Well, why don't you just scrape everything off the crust?" Go, well, that's not pizza. No, that's just pepperoni and cheese. It's like an Italian casserole. Yeah, yeah. It's, so. All right, so you had some,
3: uh... yeah. So Justin Fields had a pro day, and there's been a shift in the odds on uh, who who was going to go number three uh, this morning. Mac Jones was minus one fifty to, uh, and yesterday even 20, like so in the last twenty four hours he was is is high as minus two hundred. Wow, to be the third overall pick, um. Justin Fields was plus 200. Trey Lance was plus 450. Well, those odds have shifted dramatically. Mac Jones is now plus 100. Interesting. Justin Fields went from plus 200 to minus 110. And Trey Lance went from plus 450 to plus 550. So, Justin Fields is now the favorite to go third overall. Hmm. I mean... And here another thing you'll be able to you'll see is the uh the odds for Jimmy G to start week one yeah. for San Francisco. Yes is minus two hundred, no is plus one fifty. So yes would implicate about a sixty five percent chance that he'll be the starter.
2: I don't like Justin Fields. I think he's going to be a bust. Now having said that, going to Kyle Shanahan, you know, so much of this is what position you're put in. Sure. Uh I think I, I would be less inclined just like if I take Mac Jones, either one of those guys I'd feel like Shanahan's going to get the most out of him. I don't I don't think that Fields impressed me the less the least of almost all these cats. Now now Trey Lance I just don't have enough other than watching a pro day. He certainly has physical tools, but you don't know. Um and, and Jones I I like better than most people.
3: I don't know that I like him third overall. I don't really either. I, I know someone who's got some inside access to the forty ers Yeah. And he is convinced the forty ers like Trey Lance. Okay. Now they may not take him at three is what I was told. Interesting. He's like, I could see them backing down. and no, why
2: did they they just traded three picks to get there?
3: I think because they were worried they, they were worried about how the uh how pro days would affect how everybody was looked, and now if you're looking at if most if most teams look at Trey Lance as the fifth best quarterback in the draft, you don't want to take him number three overall.
2: No, but you not you don't want to trade out of three because somebody could easily trade to four with the Falcons and take the guy if yep. they want him. I mean, you you trade to that spot to take the Mitch Trubisky's of the world. That that's. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me that you traded there to trade down. So I, I think uh, Lance is an interesting one. Because he has all those physical tools. I think the problem with all these guys, and, and I'll I'll throw uh big beak Trevor Lawrence in this too. Is as much as you and I think he'll be going into a good situation with Urban Meyer, so I feel pretty good about uh you know, he has all the tools. But how often do we see it? Guys, guys like that that look the part, they get to the league, and all of a sudden, everybody's faster. You're getting hit a lot harder. You start seeing ghosts in the pocket. So, I mean, even a guy as, as good as Trevor Lawrence who looks like as close to can't miss as you can have, you can still miss. And, it's, and now, in his situation, I like his chances better because I do think that's a good coaching staff, and they'll take care of him. I think whoever goes to San Francisco good coaching staff they'll take care of him jets i don't know i i mean it's better than adam gase whatever they could have trotted a a trained elephant out there and it would be a better situation than adam gase but if a guy like trey lance goes to a team that looks completely hopeless, like let's say he wound up with the texans what do you think his career would be i mean he's not going to because they don't
3: they don't have the, the no
2: but if he wound up there now what if he goes to atlanta and backs up Matt Ryan for a year. Pretty good situation, if you ask me. Yeah. So, I I mean, so much of it is where these guys go and what situation they wind up in. And I I keep using Patrick Mahomes as the example. It's like I I wasn't crazy about him when uh, he was coming into the draft, but as soon as he went to Kansas City and was going to back up Alex Smith for a year and learn from Andy Reid, I thought, great pick. Now, I didn't think he would be MVP, regular season MVP Super Bowl guy. Right. But it totally changed my opinion because of the situation he landed in. So I kind of, uh, and yes, Rain Man, I did say big, big Beak, and I I admire his beak because as someone who.
3: Fred's team Big Beak. He's yes. He's allowed to say it. I am. I am. It's just I like, can't say it.
2: No, no, no. AJ can make fun of bald guys. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Aaron can make fun of conservatives, but I can make fun of people with big beaks. <laughs> Is that how how we classify her? No, (laughs) No, I'm just having fun today. I'm sorry. I was wondering where you were going to go for
1: me, but that works. (laughs) I included you.
2: You know, I'm I'm sorry I'm in
1: a good mood, guys. I figured you were going to take a shot at, like, junk size or something on me, but okay.
2: No, I mean, I I hear you talk about that on your podcast, and I'd rather just stay away from that. And and plus, you know, with the whole Deshaun Watson thing going on, I want to be real careful about what I say about, you know, people in towels and erections and things like that i mean, i just I, I think uh that that could come back to bite me only if it's consensual but anyway seven one three seven eight zero espn so all right yeah I, we know you love trevor lawrence I mean, how do you where how do you rank the other guys in your mind
3: oh because um, i know you think
2: the rest of them you can just throw up in a bag and they're They'll they'll come down wherever.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I I mean I guess Zach Wilson too. I, I, I'm not in love with him. Everybody else seems to be. I I, I like that guy a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Um. The
2: storm and Mormon.
3: I, I, I honestly I, I don't know. I, I I don't have a good feel for it. I, I mean I guess it feels like Justin Fields is. The, the safest of the plays, but then you look at how Ohio state quarterbacks have fared in the NFL. Yeah. It, and really, it, and it's not like, it's not as simple as Ohio state, or, you know, just because you play at Ohio state, you stink. It's the, it's the kind of quarterbacks that urban Meyer recruited. And after him, Ryan day recruited, they're, they're all very similar. Uh, and, and it goes back to like Tim Tebow days, like these quarterbacks are built to do great things in college and you know that's yeah, that's about where it I, is. I think
2: the one from the Urban Meyer system that you go back to is Alex Smith. Alex Smith.
3: Yeah. And, and even he, Alex Smith, even at his best, was never worthy of being the first pick overall in the draft. No. But I I, I think uh well
2: I, I don't want to at some point there will be a guy who breaks that mold, right? Aaron Rodgers broke the Cal quarterback system mold. Yeah. Remember, nobody Kyle Bowler and all these guys. Yeah. Nobody wanted him. That's why he slipped as far as he did. Uh, Baker Mayfield finally broke the, well, I guess it was Mahomes broke the air raid mode, and then it was Baker, and then it was a uh, little tiny Kyler Murray. So, if you think
3: they've broken it.
2: If you think they have. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think Baker is a better quarterback than I thought he would be. I don't think he's great. He's got a really good team around him, and that, that team, if they if they run the ball, they win. And, it, and that, I mean, that's basically it. They don't ask him to win games for him, but I think he's capable of winning a few games. And, and that's, that's, that to me is a mix that works. So um, I think the Browns can win with Baker Mayfield, but not necessarily because of Baker Mayfield, if that makes
3: any sense. I, I, I agree. Just like the I mean, 49ers could win with Jimmy Garoppolo, right, right. But not because of him. Jared Goff with the Rams. Uh,
2: little tiny Kyler, I'm still not sold on yet. I mean, they've got a lot around him now, but you know, I, I just I don't know, and I don't know that I trust him to hold up year after year after year running the football.
3: So normally, I would say Mac Jones of those three guys after Zach Wilson has the least bus potential, but all three of them have tremendous bust potential. So it's really not saying much. I think Mac Jones probably has less upside than the other go- uh, the other two guys do. Also, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Mac Jones feels like he's got the lowest floor of them, or I mean the highest floor, and also the lowest ceiling.
2: Maybe. You know, I, I also, I mean, I think you're getting a guy who's, I, yeah, I think that's a fair way to put it. I, I would be surprised if, if Wilson busts. I would not be surprised if Fields does.
3: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if any, the only person that would surprise me is Trevor Lawrence if he busts. Everybody else, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's... I've seen pro-day film of all these guys, like Zach Wilson, uh, Trey Lance, uh, Justin Fields. These guys are making, like, crazy throws. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. Still wouldn't shock me if they busted any
2: any one of them. And the one thing I would point out is that the sample size... How many games did you uh, get out of Justin Fields last year? With all the Rona interruptions, yeah, five, six. Yeah, I mean, and you didn't have a lot of sample size games against good defenses. Nope. that that to me, and you know, Mac Jones had a monster year, but that's one year, and it, it, it's really hard for me to look at guys like that and say okay, because you you definitely you, you need to see how they do
3: over time in an offense. I think I will say this. You've got a better chance of succeeding going to the 49ers than you do right. Jacksonville or the Jets. And I would just say
2: whoever the 49ers take at three has a better chance of success than wherever either Jones or Fields goes elsewhere. Oh, certainly.
3: Well, almost certainly. I mean, if, if some surprise team come, jumps up and says, we want to draft this guy for the future two, three years down the road. And Carolina is another team that could draft a quarterback that I could see them having success eventually. A lot eventually. of talk of the
2: Patriots trying to trade up, too, and yep. that, that would change the dynamic, certainly.
3: But uh, compared to the, the Jets and the Jags and, you know, uh, it, the, the Broncos, I, I'd feel better about whoever whoever ends up going to the 49ers.
2: All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This game
0: is the blitz the blitz ESPN 975 and ESPN 925 real fun sports You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN
2: 92.5.
0: Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
2: And we're back on The Blitz. Happy Bleeping
3: Thursday, everybody. What you, if, if the Texans had this pick, the third pick, do you think they would draft a quarterback?
2: Uh considering the situation. Even right cons- now?
3: yes, even considering the situation. Uh, I mean, well, I think Or do you think they'd have to let they'd have to let it play out a little bit? Uh well I
2: mean Yeah, I I think they would have to take a quarterback here. I, I don't like any of the quarterbacks they would take. I think I'd be surprised
1: if they did. But uh, I mean but Deshaun wasn't coming back. Yeah, that's true. I, I guess it depends on how much you're how many factors? Are you keeping every single factor the same? Or if you just removing the sexual assault thing? Like Deshaun said he wanted out. There was no sexual assault. They haven't moved him yet.
3: If there was no sexual assault, I'm 95% sure they wouldn't take a quarterback. Yeah. With sexual assault, I'm less sure that well, they
1: wouldn't. See, I think they would if there wasn't because they would be ready to move him. The second, like That's that, if they could move him, well, and, I mean, it, but a, but if
2: there's no sexual assault, they would they, they would have moved him. They would have moved already, him, and, or they would
1: move him day of,
2: and they would have another high pick. They would have another one in that in the top five, so they would take a quarterback with one of those picks, yeah, for sure. By the way, and and Rusty Harden, I know you listen, and you're a big fan of AJ's. <laughs> yeah, if if you want to call me and because uh, obviously. Deshaun's team has failed him badly.
3: His legal team? Not, or not his Rusty. Team. I, no, I'm talking about... Tony Busby, you mean?
2: No, not Tony. Tony Busby's not...
3: Oh, are you talking team. About? I'm talking about like oh, his
2: PR folks.
3: David Mulagetta uh, His agent. Okay.
2: The first lawyer he had who basically said he wasn't going to negotiate with terrorists. They failed him miserably. And now he's turned to Rusty, who will do the best he can for him. I'm going to offer my PR services. Okay. I'm I am going to tell you at 5 o'clock how you can salvage... A, is this as best you can. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't think you should just dismiss me like that. I'm not dismissing you no, you, you just You just dismissed me.
3: No, that had nothing to do with you.
2: This has five calories. Yeah. Okay. Is that too many? No, no, we're fine. Uh, somebody says, I'm tired of hearing McCullers coming back with an excuse every time he gets rocked, or maybe I'm just overreacting. That is twice now. Well, I was sick. Oh, they opened the roof.
3: They're, it's peak Lance, always... Something, some reason why this didn't go my way.
2: Yeah, but, and IOT says, Busby's whipping that old Rusty's ass, Chess and Checkers. I and I, I think part of it is, and, and, you know, I've had to change my opinion on this because when the first one happened and it came out, the whole thing was, it really just seemed like Tony trying to grab attention. Like his posts were about him. They weren't about Deshaun or his clients or anything. It's like, I've done this and I've done this. And then, as the further it's gone along, I think he's really used social media to a huge advantage here. And I can't think of another high profile case. Now, there's probably been high profile cases in other cities where social media was such a big deal. And, you know, and I think that's an advantage. Now, let's not act like Rusty doesn't have lawyers working for him who understand how to use social media. Yeah. Because he does. And I, I mean, I think. You know, Rusty is doing, and I don't. All right, I don't want to imply that the he's guilty of all this stuff. Okay, but what you do in a situation where there's certainly some gray area, uh, certainly they've all they've basically admitted that yeah he had consensual sex with a bunch of these chicks. Okay, that's a little bit of a problem. So you have to deny. You have to deny. 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 Everything's consensual. Everything's consensual. Attack the other attorney, uh, and, and give him credit for not attacking the women. I think they've stayed away from that. But that's that's what you have to do. I mean, I think it's the only strategy he has right now. Yeah, I could fix that from a PR perspective, not a legal perspective. I'm not a lawyer. No, just because I've seen you every never passed the bar. No, I- you have what- watched a lot
3: of episodes of uh, Law and Order. Uh, huh?
2: Yes, uh, SVU. Now, now I'm watching the uh organized crime one. I've watched all the ones from Britain, which are better.
3: I watched the original ones. But none of these would qualify as SVU, right? Uh no, they would be SVU, Special oh, okay. Victims because that's that's Are they special victims?
2: Uh that it's about SVU is about sexual assault. Okay. So and again, before you guys want to start putting uh Bill Cosby on the guy, there are varying degrees. And, and most of this If I were guessing what happened, this guy was getting on Instagram to get, quote, masseuses to rub him down and take care of him. And most of them did. And then he ran into a few that either had instant regret or were not
3: down with it. But, like, I mean, there's reports that Deshaun was, like, finding makeup artists and people who didn't even do massage on Instagram and saying, hey. Yeah, and ask accident. You to want to come do him. a massage, and they're like, "I don't do massage. I'm I'm a makeup artist, or I'm a I'm an interior designer." Well, you want to come over and you know design the interior of my b hole, like yeah. Uh, well, and that's that's the thing. I, I he's just dumb. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's but, it's so obvious that he's trolling for sex. Like I don't yeah. know why he just doesn't present it that way. He'd probably have more luck, to be honest, and. The truth is, th- there's there is really nothing wrong with a pro athlete shooting his shots in the DMs on Instagram and getting shot down. It, women will post that. N- no one cares. Like no one is like, oh, the athlete. What a what a dummy for trying to have sex with. Her. No one would blame him. It's when you present it as something else and then try to have sex with women who don't want to have sex with you once they're there to do a different job. That's what makes it creepy. Had Deshaun just presented all these women in the DMs like, "Hey, you want to come over for some sex?" and had some of them said no and then posted that they said no that that Deshawn tried to have sex with them, this wouldn't even this wouldn't be anything. Uh and unless he posted that
2: I'll pay you. That that would be something. Yeah. Uh but I I I think uh So so aren't almost all the women still anonymous? How would they attack them? Have you seen the social media posts against the two ladies who actually whose names actually were on this thing? If not, you might want to go take a look. And these other ladies names are going to come out and they're going to have to deal with the same stuff. And that's why, uh, you know, I got to give them a lot of credit for having the courage to do that because they are going to get attacked. Yeah. And they're going to get called all kinds of things. And, you know, hell, I, I see what some of you guys put on the damn text line. Well there's people who do that on their Instagram account and things like on their business pages it's deplorable and whether there's whether or not this they actually happened the way they said whether or not it was a just a bad misunderstanding you can't treat people like that you can't and if you do then you're a turd and there's a lot of turds out there and there's some people worse than turds so some of them are just fly riddled turds. With a bunch of flies on them, so yeah, man. I mean that that's, but I, I would I would tell you what if I were Deshaun's PR guy, I would consult with his attorneys, and I would release a statement. and uh, And next segment, I'm going to tell you what the statement. was. All saying. right,
3: I'm pretty close. I'm I here for it. I don't actually have it written down, but you're, are you going to wing it? Yeah, I'm going to wing it because I, I, I'm
2: and I'm going to leave a few things out because I think if if they really want to sa- salvage this thing. They need to pay me. I mean, I'm not going to do it for free. I mean, I, I'm just saying. If, if you can get money for something, you don't do it for free. So I, I've, I've consulted on these things before. Nothing this big. But I'd be happy to do it. And then I'm, yeah. And, and you know what? I, I know a lot of lawyers. I talk to a lot of lawyers. Like Lawyer Dave, for instance. And if I get in a crash on the way home... So the first person I'm calling. What's up, LT Tigre Tejano?
4: Nothing much. Hey, Blitzers, it's me, Lawyer Dave. If you get in any kind of a car wreck, the first thing you need to do is make sure you and your passengers are okay. Then if you can, take photographs. Then after that, call me, Lawyer Dave at 713-626-8900, and I will help you out.
2: Well, Dave, let's say I'm in this accident and I I can't, I don't have insurance. I can't afford to go to a doctor. What the hell am I supposed to do?
4: You know, that happens to a lot of folks, Fred, I'm sorry to say. And if you don't have insurance or you don't have money to get to a doctor, I'll find the appropriate doctor and the specialty you need. And you won't have to pay any money out of your pocket up front. Additionally, if you can't get back and forth because your car has been crashed, I'll make sure you get transportation. How about that?
2: Wow. That's pretty cool. And uh, you don't charge for your consultation. Mm-hmm. So if somebody wants to uh, call and ask you a legal question, and if it's not something you do, you'll either give them to somebody who does, or you'll tell them, hey, you know, I'll take your case.
4: Yeah, consultations are always free, you, Fred. In fact, you know, a lot of times when we've been at stake night, people have asked me questions. I'm glad to answer those questions as the best they can or send them to somebody that does the kind of stuff they need.
2: All right. Uh, tell them how they can get in touch with you, because you know, I know that people are driving around thinking, you know what, I might want to memorize this number just in case this idiot behind me crashes into me.
4: That's a good idea. Call me at 713-626-8900. That phone is answered 24-7. Or email me at LawyerDave.com. Or send me a tweet at Lawyer Law. One way or another, find me, and I'll for sure help you.
2: Yeah, worst case scenario, hit me up, and I will get you that information if you can't remember it. All right. if they uh, uh, is, Let me see if I'm saying this right. necesito abrogado. What do they do?
4: <laughs> they had better dial days. yes hey, you're
0: ESPN nine, 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 seven, five.